Oh my god. How cool. I love that. So exciting. Wow. Hi, I'm Pip and this is Jumbled Loves a Chat. Amazing. Love that it. Is stunning. That is like so flipping true. Let's come and get your coffee. <laughs> Cheers to that. Today's guest lives a very colourful life. She once was the nanny and art tutor for Ozzy Osbourne's kids, but now she works as a full-time artist and is totally killing it. It's with great pleasure that I would get to welcome artist Jessie Breakwell to our little podcast. So welcome, Jessie. Hi, Pip. How are you? <laughs> I'm so good. I'm even, right. I'm, I'm super good because... We've launched your art exhibition in store and it's already going so well. And the shop looks stunning with all of your art everywhere. I've, I've found it hard to make it all fit because they're all so massive. I know. They're very big. And I've just started going bigger for some reason. I was, yeah, I've just got it's go big or go home as far oh. as I'm concerned at the moment. Yeah, I, I rate that. I think that's yeah. really, really good. The poor, the poor couriers may not think the same, but <laughs> I know, I know. Now, I owned one of your artworks before I even opened Jumbled. I owned some zebras, and so I had a love affair with you before I even opened a homeware store, and I only have my clothing store. So, um, we've stocked you from the beginning, and um, I think this is just such a nice time for us to be having this chat and this exhibition and yeah, it's so yeah. good. Exciting. Uh, I didn't actually know that, Pip, that you, you my paintings. No. Or if I did, I've completed so long ago that I started stocking jumbled that I've clearly forgotten. It was um, um, zebras and they're all wearing crowns and stuff. Oh. And bananas and watermelons and yeah, all sorts of um, all that stuff. random things that my husband just <laughs> so baffled by, really. He just, he had to hang up your um, artworks for the exhibition and he was like, ah, oh, the zebras. And then you put... <laughs> He's like, these ones aren't wearing crowns though. Anyway, sorry, we should, uh, let's get to the, let's get to the proper chat. Sorry. I'm just excited to be chatting to you after all this time, but okay, let's rewind. Let's start from the beginning. Where, where did you grow up? Uh, Look, I was born, funnily enough, in Rockhampton. Well, really? Uh, It's so random, but my parents lived there because of my dad's job he was worked for DuPont in explosives and so I've got that on my passport but I only lived there for two weeks so I'm rocky a rocky girl and I haven't actually been back since but I've heard it's a lovely place so I'll get back there um and then we moved to parks um really yeah me yeah so I used to live near sort of in between parks and Dubbo yeah and then, um, which was on a farm and again for dad's work. And then we moved to Sydney and then I lived in Sydney till I was, oh, um, 14. And then I moved to America oh. for, for four, three years. And then I moved to Melbourne and yeah, so I'm still here. It's the place I've chosen to stay. I love it here. Apart from oh. not quite so much at the moment, but I yes. know. Oh. How are you handling the lockdown? <laughs> oh, look. I have probably done a lot better than so many people. It's been absolutely horrific, I have to say. Mm. Um, uh, 
I've been able to go to work, so to my studio, and that is for me. I can't tell you, like, it's a saving grace, but I tell you what, there are a lot of depressed people down here and people don't really understand how hard it's been. Mm. Um, We find it, we struggle when we sort of see people posting photos of, you know, Byron Bay and going out to dinner and we, you know, it's been hard, but it's over soon, I hope, so. Yeah, it's looking a lot, it's looking a lot better. It is. I know. I don't want to know the numbers today, but I think they're. I think they're going to be in the. You know, the tens, which is good. Good. God. Yes. Just yeah. Bonkers. Yeah. So, what was bizarre. your childhood like? Were you quite creative? Um, yeah. So I um, my, I started painting from the first thing I could do really. Um, and my mum was very encouraging of me. She was a designer. She used to design for Georges, which was a beautiful um, store. Yeah. Yeah, in Melbourne, she did earrings and hats and jewellery and I used to go around with my mum and um, and sell her wares with her. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I've been painting since uh, I was a child and she used to actually sort of laminate all my paintings and would have dinner off them and so she oh. definitely encouraged me for sure. Um, and she unfortunately died when I was quite young, um, when I was 14. So I So she was, you know, she was a huge... Uh, part of my life and then I moved to America but she always said to me Jess you are going to be an artist and that's all I ever sort of knew that I was going to be it's all I ever did apart from the little stint as a nanny but yeah isn't that amazing did you know my my dad died when I was young as well when I was seven but I'm really drawn to people whose parents died when they were younger as a strange thing in that I think it's um yeah people have this amazing like spark about them or or, I don't know I just yeah I once went on a tour to India and I think everyone no one knew each other but everyone had lost a parent when they were young and we're just like this is so weird weird. it is weird and you always feel like there's something I always feel like I have been blessed in my life yeah because she's always helping me along the way in some way and I'm not that sort of person but I swear she's just following me around with a little wand well, that makes me really teary, but totally. Oh, like that's yeah. that's totally it, isn't it? So weird. I feel exactly, exactly the same way. You look at life a little bit differently, yeah, maybe. Totally. I just think living, you know, I live in the moment probably a lot more than what a lot of people might. Um, yeah. And that sort of allows me to be pretty creative and, and not think too much about the worries of what I'm doing and, you know, the 100%. consequences or whatever. Yeah, yeah, 100%. So you obviously got your creativity from your mum. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I did. Absolutely. Maybe she, not from yeah. the explosives of your dad. <laughs> no, no, look, of course, don't, don't get me wrong. Um, my dad's been, you know, he's was been amazing and he's, but he definitely can't even draw a stick figure. So it's, it's, it is a lot to do with my, with my mum, without a doubt. <laughs> so you obviously did it. You're painting, doing art and all sorts of things. What did, while you're at school, what did you do when you left school? Um, when I left school, I uh, did fine arts at RMIT, oh, yeah. I majored in painting, and then I did a trip to, um, I moved to London, actually. I moved to London. I lived there for four year, three or four years, um, and then I got the job as a nanny. Um, yeah, how, how did you get the job with Ozzy Osbourne? Like, how did that come uh, about, and was it, was it wild? Well, do you know what? It wasn't as wild as what I'd expected, but I didn't expect anything, actually. I 
I was had been traveling and backpacking around uh, Europe as you do with and just penniless, like completely broke. And I came back into London and I'm like, oh, I've got to get a job where I do not have to pay for accommodation or anything because I'm going to be a nanny. I'd never yeah. babysat in my life. You know, the usual. <laughs> and I went into um, this Knightsbridge nannying agency. Oh, no, no, Hammersmith, actually. It's where the Aussies live. Um, and they said to me, listen, well, there's no chance we're going to give you a job. We, you've had no experience, you know, sorry, we can't help you. And then I was at this um, job where I was getting paid three pounds an hour as a receptionist Oof. because I couldn't type. <laughs> so I'm like, hello. And then they called me up and they said, oh, um, we, uh, we, look, we may have something for you. We're, we're going to come, someone's picking you up in half an hour or something. And I got in this limo and driven out to Buckinghamshire where they lived. And, um, yeah. And then they, yeah, the kids interviewed me and asked me some horrendous The kids questions. interviewed you? Yes. I didn't even know who it was. They wouldn't tell me. And I wouldn't have really known, to be honest. I wasn't, you know, a massive Aussie Osborne fan. But um, <laughs> anyway, so they, they interviewed me and asked me very rude questions like about whether I've had certain um can i also say you can cut it whether i'd had genital warts um whether whether you can cut that yeah no that's they were reading a dolly magazine or something and they're like reading through and i'm like excuse me and i think they thought i was pretty chilled so they were like well you've got the job and then and you don't have genital warts so you're sweet exactly so you're fine oh my god yeah so So, i mean um and then, yeah, so I was with them for about a year and a half, a year and a half, maybe. I always get, you know, the, the numbers are, they pass me. Um, and it was good, but it was, you know, it was tough. I had to look after them full time and, you know, without the parents a lot of the time. So, mm. Oh, my gosh. So when did you then know it was time to come back to Australia? Um, look, I, um, I just missed it. I really missed home. Yeah. I, um, I basically, yeah, just just uh yeah the four years it was enough yeah so when you moved back home did you move back home to paint full time well no I came back home and I started a business called PlayStation and it was a it's where you uh, go paint um ceramics and oh I would love yeah. to do that yeah so it was, it was it was like a copy of color me mine have you heard of color me mine no. It's where all the celebrities used to go in LA and they paint like ceramics with their kids and then you get them fired up. And it was really a great concept, but it was a bit before its time in Australia. Yeah. And it would do really well now, I reckon. Yeah. Yeah, it would. It really would. And we, yeah, we basically have a much smaller population. So I started that business with a friend of mine, actually, and I was like, we had a business manager and he's like, right, well, you need to get 300 seats a day or something, 300 bums a seat to, to make this business work. We're like, we're already opening the doors. Sorry, we're not even listening. <laughs> you know, the business plan went out the window and we, yes, yeah, so we, we started it up and look, it lasted for a few years and it was really fun, but it was not realistic being like a, such a small, you know, we basically just relied on our community, which wasn't huge, you know, Armadale, Turek. So, but it was fun. Oh, and we sort of, I sold that in, um, in 2001 and then I started full-time painting. Okay. How yeah. exciting. And when, and when you started painting full-time, did yeah. you foresee where you are now? 
or no, 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 I just didn't even have a plan. I'm not, I'm, I'm the sort of person, if you don't have a plan, nothing can go wrong. That's my philosophy. Um, and, but I, I, I genuinely just, I, I just really was very lucky. I just started painting and then people started buying. I just, just had, and I think I started right when Facebook and stuff was taking off. And mm. uh, it's more like 2007 when I, was, when I really launched properly. And then I just, just sold everything on um, Facebook and, um, and grew that way. And it was just yeah. lucky. Lucky That's and amazing. talented, obviously. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. So like, yeah, so is that how you let everyone know that you'd launched that you're open for business essentially through social media? Yeah, how- and I started a gal. I had a gallery for a little while, which a friend of mine actually, um, her, his dad was a developer and they had a spare shop um, in an arcade. Uh, not an arcade, but it was like in South Yarra. It was a beautiful shop and he gave it to me for free for a oh, year. Cool. And so I just started my, you know, business there and then just kind of, you know, posted ads on Facebook and, and then, and then I, you know, and then I got into a few beautiful shops yeah. such as yours and Fenton yeah. Fenton and, yeah. um, and some lovely places. And, and it's just, it's really also about being on people's walls and, and um, people see it and they're like, I love that. So, you know, word of mouth. Yes, and, and magazines and things like yeah, that. Yeah, magazines, absolutely. I mean, we are, we are the luckiest artists to be brought up in this age not to have to rely on a gallery, you know, yes. to make us, make us or break us. You know, we, yeah. get the, we get the say, which is really good. Yeah, and that's the amazing thing, that you can also sell the art yourself. Exactly, exactly. And we don't, you know, it's so, it was so, I did a few uh, exhibitions when I was younger and they, you know, the galleries really and you just put everything into it it's the last you know because they're the only there's the only way you could make money um so yeah it's just been very it's the freedom is amazing that we can have now you know there's so many artists around now that you know people can do it on their own yeah and do you remember what those that first six months were like I'm going to be really honest I just don't um I don't know <laughs> <laughs> I I you know, I just kind of, I didn't, I was just had been separated, I think. And I just. From was, your partner. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, and we, and I kind of knew I needed to make a living. Yeah. And I was just like, I didn't even think about it. I just got to, then I had that beautiful free, you know, then my mum looking after me again. Um, yeah. You know, just, I just have been very fortunate. It sounds, and, and of course I've been very hard. I, I work hard you know I work it's like a proper job yeah Hmm. yeah it's not it's not something that I um you know that I just like oh let's take a month off or you know um Mm -hmm. so I I go to work you know four four five days a week (laughs) that's really bad actually four five days a week but I'm always online you know I'm always doing stuff and I've got a um you know a team one other team but a few people that work for me and um and yeah it's become a business which I still want to I mean, ultimately I'd like to get to a point where I just paint, you know, 20 beautiful paintings a year and then the rest of it is just, you know, business, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And and why do you paint? Um, Why do I paint? I paint because I want to get in that zone, that beautiful, sweet zone where you 
just like don't even remember time and it doesn't happen very often to be honest like it's just it's something that you know when you're in the zone you know it it's like a flow sort of thing um and I paint just because it just yeah it's an escape I guess love the color I love making people happy and what emotions do you feel when you're painting um sometimes anger because <laughs> it's not working and sometimes yeah. I feel you know it's the, it's the biggest it's a range it's a whole range and you can't help but bring a bit of your um feelings from the outside in which is when you are in that flow mode um you actually you know they go away those those you know anger or happiness or sadness it's just all this amazing sort of feeling of not knowing where you are really mm. is there a way you can get in the flow zone or is it, just, be is it just chance? You've got to be persistent. You've just got to not walk away and say, oh, I need a coffee. Because oh, it's going yeah. to get there. It will, but you've just got to stay there and just be not, not, be, not sort of walk away. Yeah, it's like going through all the emotions on a canvas. Exactly. exactly. And where do you so, find your inspiration from? You know, I think just my life, travels, colour, um, you know, friends. If I'm happy, I get inspired by happiness. I don't, I can't really paint in plein air. I find it really distracting. Um, mm. So I paint inside always. If I go outside, I'm like, it's glary and I'm like, oh, I get distracted by a little butterfly floating by and I'll just go wander off and get a coffee or something. So, yeah, I'm, I just, I get inspired by my mind, I guess. It's quite internal. Yeah, and your artwork's... You know, I was talking to mum about, um, you know, what she's inspired by and she's like, I just love colour and I love nice things. And I like, you know, I feel like you're very similar in that respect. Totally. But it's yeah. just about joy and colour and happiness and having a bit yep. of fun. Exactly. It is. And, and, you know, so many of my friends are going, can you please go dark soon? And I'm like, oh, oh so no, maybe, maybe one day, but I just can't see it happening. No, but if it's not the colours you're drawn to, you can't go dark. I'm not going to be a, like a, do a black stripe. I'm not going to be that artist ever. No. I mean, sometimes I think would it be liberating just to be able to do a black stripe or something, but I, I just can't see myself ever being that. The colour, I just love colour. Love it. Yeah, same. It's weird. Yeah. <laughs> What does your business look like today? You said you've got some people working. With yes, um, yes. So I've got. I, do you know what? I've, I was going to. I've got beautiful Hannah. Who yes. um, I met Hannah. I put an ad in the uh, on my Instagram saying, "Oh, I'm looking for, you know, someone to help me out and you know do the printing and all that sort of side of things." And I had probably like I reckon two hundred applicants, and I only met Hannah. <laughs> I didn't meet anyone else. I met Hannah and that was it. We were just like, I knew instantly. She's just such a beautiful, beautiful human being. And at the time, I didn't realise, like, I, apart from, I didn't realise how amazing an artist she was. I had no idea. And then sort of over a year or something, she started just pulling out these works. And I'm like, what? Are you, what? And um, and then, yeah, she she just has been, I've watched her. She's She's had a really, her life has been really busy with her family, I think, yeah. and in the younger years. And now she is just starting to bloom. Like Hannah, she's really, and her name is Rose too. So yeah. um, so she, I, she's at the beginning of this beautiful journey, Hannah. So watch the space. Yeah. And so Hannah and Jessie have done yeah. the joint exhibition. Um 
at the Sony. Yeah, sorry. And no, <laughs> I should have st- <laughs> I should have started by oh, saying well, that as well. But yeah. I think it's really cool that you share a studio space and yes. that you work together and um, yeah. that this exhibition has come together as like it's just yeah. so beautiful to see um, to see it all come together. What what was yeah. it about in her? Um, you know, her resume or whatever that made you oh, speak to I didn't her look at, as opposed I don't to do everyone resumes. else. <laughs> I don't do that. I just look at them and then I meet you. I can't, you know, I'm not yeah. like a sort of person that's quite all across those, you know, T's and dot the I's. Um, I just met her and she just was, you know, I knew that I'd instantly get along with her. And, and in the studio space and in the sort of business like I have, you just got to get along with someone and then you can never tell what someone's going to be like fully until you start working with them, obviously. But she immediately, um, yeah, just I just, just threw all the other applications out the door. I said, start tomorrow. And, yeah, and then she, I've also got another um, lovely – anyway, yeah, so she's been amazing. And, and I guess we've definitely – bounced off each other um, and she gives me advice I give her advice and yeah and she's just a pure pleasure to work with and that's that must be nice because you hear of lots of artists in their studios when you're working alone not having someone to bounce things off absolutely absolutely and we also give it you know and and we're quite mindful of the space as well and you know there's respect there I think that that's where we and it is really nice to be able to ask someone to you know well, what do you think I'm missing here and then she'll give me a little bit of a tip or I'll you know she'll ask the same so it's really nice yeah so you do originals and you also do prints yes and you do embellished prints like hand embellished prints yep yep um and that's that is really uh do you know what my core business I think that the nice thing about the prints we've got I've got two very big wide format printers I can now print up to 1.5 by 1 point you know by 10 meters yeah huge um so I just love the fact that people can afford to have something you know on their walls and also I add a little bit of detail just so you know like whether it be some gold leaf or whatever so it can make you know it's just special and it looks you know it's it's the next best thing to an original yeah obviously yeah i think um yeah i love when you do the gold leaf and things yeah like that. Just add i think to it looks beautiful so you all do commissions like yeah. how do you how do you find that because i know some artists don't mm. like doing commissions like is it quite hard to interpret someone's brief who may not know what they want yep. or it certainly is and and i guess that that's where i do and don't take commissions because I've now learned over the last 20 years, if someone's expectations are out of the park of mine um, and, and someone, I find it, you know, I love it when a client just comes to me and says, look, I've loved these two works of yours. Could you just do something that's a little bit similar? I bet it's when someone comes in, I had someone come in once and they said, I'd love you to paint my farm and I want, uh, I've got seven cats over the years. Their names are Millie, Molly, Flopsy, Dopsy and whoever. And then I would love... Um, a, an eagle flying over a kangaroo carcass. Oh, no joke. What? Yeah, and I'd like it all um, around the farmhouse. And I was just like, listen, we are not, we're not going to be able to do this. I need some freedom here. So I've, over the years, probably, you know, I'd probably take only half my commissions now. Yeah. Um, and then I just kind of, because I, I need people to let me be, have the freedom to what I, you know, what I want to do. Yeah, or else it would just I be like, that. end up being like a little, Butterfly in the corner or something. 
Yeah. <laughs> and how important storytelling in your um, artworks? Yeah, look, I mean, I think that um, I just kind of get lost. Like sometimes I think I just don't even know what it's going to be. So I, I just kind of just start with something and then I'm like, oh, it's turned into this. And, and that's why sometimes the commissions to gain are difficult because I, you know, I I'll often give it to someone else that I've started for someone because I'm like, well, this just, I just can't, I just don't like having those. Yeah. And you don't know how do you get to the end point. Exactly. I, ha- I mean, I, I, the end point is the hardest thing for me, especially with my landscapes because they're so busy and you just got to kind of, you either go, I, I mean, I don't think, I, I never feel like I go too far, but I feel like you've got to start from a place of freedom to be able to t- tune it in. Mm. So I've just started becoming a little bit freer with how I'm painting. And then I can actually, if I want to bring it in, rein it in a bit. But if you start with some really, you know, detailed bits at the beginning, it's just destined for just or doomed, really. Anyway, that was off the question. Sorry, oh, I don't even know what you're I asking. I don't even know what I asked. How do you know, how do you know when to stop an artwork? How do you know when it's yeah. finished? Well, you, I look, do you know what? I have to say, I do need my artworks in the studio for a few months. Like I, that would, that would be my preference. Like to actually, cause I go back to things that I think I've done. And then I, I actually just know when it's not finished. And then I just, and then I have it there and I just, and then you get that point and you're like, holy shit, that is finished. And you're so yes. happy. And you just like, can't stop looking at it. And that's finished. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. It's just a yeah. feeling. Yeah, totally. Feeling any know, And you do know deep down in your heart. Hey, so I like following, I really like following you on Instagram. Do you love social media? I do. I Look, I, I was just been talking about this actually because have you seen the, obviously the social experiment? No, yeah. I haven't watched it yet. I'm too scared to. <laughs> I know. Anyway, look, I do... I love it. Probably a bit too much, um, but I don't really do social. Like I don't post socially, personally stuff. Yeah. I love it for business. So, yeah, but I like amazing. I like that it's your, even though it's yeah. your business. I like that I see your works in progress and things like yes. that as well. I don't yeah. need to see. You but know, she, you're having yeah. coffee somewhere. Yeah. Oh, you can't <laughs> anyway because you're in lockdown. <laughs> no, so. there'd be none of that. Yeah, <laughs> none of that. But soon, hopefully. But yeah, look, exactly. I don't post my food and my breakfast and all that sort of stuff. But I, um, but yeah, it's it definitely. I, 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 I cannot believe that Instagram, I mean, initially Facebook has given me the freedom that I have today. Like they, and for nothing too. It's not. It doesn't cost me anything. You know, no. back in the day, you had to get, get a billboard or, a, you know, I, and now it's just it's just being. You know, they people like what they like. Mm. So, and what, what advice would you give to other artists in relation to their social media? Um, I just think don't copy. Don't copy. I just think, I, do, I think you need to have your own content. I, don't, yeah. I'm, I just feel like there's so many people out there that are, I don't know. And don't, I don't know, to it out of a place of realness. I don't, I don't like it when I see people with a nest cafe in the corner. That, you know, like there's so many bloggers. I mean, or you know, mums. You mean like a nice cafe in the corner, like yeah, yeah, like got, they've got their coffee sitting there. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. and have you ever tried this? You know, like I just don't like the fakeness of it. I think you need to be real. Be um, probably authentic. Don't, authentic, yeah. Be authentic, and I mean that's just and and obviously be be fun and don't 
I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't really know. I, I, I've never been a copy person. So I just, I think that, and my Instagram's grown very slowly over the years, to be honest. Like I've never, I've never, um, you know, bought ads. I've never really done anything like that. I, I, it's grown really organically. And mm. people always say to me, Jess, we need to grow your Instagram. And I'm like, do you know what? The clients that I have are so real and yeah. they are just so, oh, what's the word? Um, God, it's Alzheimer's. Um, uh, so, you know, they, they, to me, they invested you know, in you. Invested, yeah. yeah. And now I don't want people on my Instagram that are just there just because they've won a competition or, you know, I've, so they're real. And I, and, and I, and I just thank, thank them. And I, um, yeah. So I'm happy with where I'm at, even the numbers that, you know, they're not huge, but who cares? No, but it's, it's not. What is it? It's not the quantity, it's the quality. The quality, exactly. Yeah. And, right. and that would be the same for, um, you know, posting on Instagram as well. It's about quality, not quantity. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah, don't post a thousand photos a day. I mean, what is it? The three, three is the golden number. I, I struggle sometimes with that because, you know, I, I can have a, a period of being so creative and then I have a month where I'm like oh, it's a bit flat or you know so and then when I get creative I'm like woo okay let's get posting and then it's a bit of a mistake so probably that's another piece of advice think before you post oh yes that's a good yeah. one I should probably do that and no, spell, check, and spell check before I, I post oh my god the amount of times people are like Jess you need to check um, that you know like oh, I'm like oh yeah. who cares? cares I don't know exactly. I don't know how to it's use it's all the about the visuals totally so in the past like we've spoken about um, you know, I guess we we're talking about copying before, but you walking down the streets of Bali and yes. see what happens to so many artists, just yes. total knockoffs of your artwork. Yeah. What, what do you do there? Like, oh, to be honest, I mean, I've went to Bali a lot and I was really upset when I started not to see as many and then I'd come back and I'd be like, oh, they've got my new range. So you yeah. know what? It's free advertising as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. And probably those people that would buy the knockoffs wouldn't buy the real thing. Anyway. Exactly. Exactly. People. Exactly. The only upset thing, I mean, a friend of mine was in Sydney at her beautiful friend's house in Potts Point or something. And she went in there and she had three of my knockoffs. Do you Aww. know that I knew her? And I was just like, you know what? You can afford it. And the embarrassing thing was is that they weren't pretty. They weren't nice. You could tell, like, they, you know, like, but then other people would think, oh, that's how Juicy Breakwell's work looks. That's my Aww. only annoyance. Yes, that's disappointing. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? Um, I was speaking to someone whose jewellery brand was being copied as well. Yeah. I was like, you know, don't let it bother you because you're going to get nowhere with it. Just be better. And just be exactly. doing new stuff all the time. And then That's you the win. And the people yeah. that are going to buy the knockoff won't. That's won't the thing. Person. You've just got to be, move on and move with the flow and just don't, don't get caught up. I've had so many people that are like, you know, so angry about their works being, and I'm just like, and really like getting, you know, getting lawyers involved and people are asking me if they want me to want to represent me. And I'm like, no, 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 no. What am I going to, I used to go into the actual shop. I went in and I was like, do you want me to sign that for you? Cause that's <gasps> mine. <laughs> and they're like, oh yes, please. And so they, they don't care. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. What, what gives you the most joy in your business? Um, the most joy is, oh, look, I'd have to say finishing an amazing painting. I mean, there's nothing that's more joyful because it all stems from there, doesn't it? You know, me just doing, creating one thing, I can do a beautiful print from it. I can, you know, encourage someone to join my Instagram because they loved it in, or, you know, have it on someone's wall. So definitely painting. Yeah. 
And what do you find is the most challenging part of it all? Just the motivation sometimes. Like yeah. I find it very difficult. I get like ups, like creative ups and downs and I find it very distressing when I have a lot of work to do and I just can't, you know, it's not like having an accountant where you can walk in and you're like, okay, well, I just need to add these numbers up. It's just as you can lose a week of just and being in every day and just creating nothing, you know, and it's, and it's very difficult for people to understand too. Um, you know, why I ordered that work, that long ago why is and this person you know but it doesn't work like that it's just got to be you've got to be in the flow or else you're going to end up with a piece of nothing on your wall and something that I'm not proud of and they're not happy with so you, it's a difficult job sometimes sometimes no, and it is that um it's very tiring to be creating like it yes. does use every part of you doesn't it totally totally and that's the thing being on the business side as well as creative. but i love the business side too so oh that's good because um, yeah, so really many do. creatives are like oh i don't like numbers i don't like no i'm really good with numbers oh that's <laughs> so good yeah. yeah i'm really good with numbers and i just really love you know I, I love the business side of it and it's from my mom as well she was a business woman through and through you know she was on in lots of magazines and she's on salmon townsend's wonder world remember that with that dog no, it was like oh, this guy. It's called Simon Townsend's Wonderworld, and he had a dog and a parrot. And they, she went on there a couple of times and spoke about her. She started a stent, the stenciling craze in Australia. Oh, I love yeah. a stencil. Yeah, so she started that in the eighties. She sold to yeah, so she sold her stenciling kits today. It's called Jill Breakall's Country Collection Stencils. Oh my god! And um, she like sold to David Jones and Maya and um, Grace Brothers. Yes. And yeah, so she was she was going to be she was very entrepreneurial. Oh, it's so annoying she's not here. I know. I'd be very, very proud of you. Yeah, I think she would. Yeah, no doubt. She, my sister, actually, I've got two sisters. My other sister, who from my mum's side, is uh, really creative as well. She's got a design business. And then oh. my other sister, which is my dad, family, my dad's um, daughter from another marriage, uh, she is, she's got like 140,000 Instagram followers. She's called the jungle doctor. So she's a vet, but she's like a creative vet. You should look her up. Oh, I've seen her pop up on your Instagram. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. She's really good. So yeah. So good. So the three sisters have all been going quite successful, which is great. Oh, that's so great. That's And my dad takes credit for all of it, obviously, because we're all from him. Of course. (laughs) Of course. So what's been your career highlight so far? Um, I just feel like every day, like that I move forward. I don't ever look, I don't look, I don't look back much. Um, You should a bit, just to give yourself a little pat on the back. Yeah, probably. I don't know. Like I I, I genuinely just, I'm an excitable sort of person. So I feel like, yeah, I don't know. I think so many, I couldn't put my finger on any. Sorry. Oh, that's true. That's okay. You you don't have to have one. I don't want to make something up there. How do you manage it all as well? You've got um, a child, you're separated, and you've got this crazy business that's doing super Mm. well. You're in lockdown. How how are you managing it all? I can compartmentalise really well. Um, I... uh, Yeah. I just live moment by moment. I'm a real live by the moment sort of person. So I don't dwell. I don't not want to write on Facebook, bloody lockdown, yeah. it for another boom. <laughs> you know? And it's just like, we know, we all know, we're all doing it. We yeah. get it. So I just, I, I, I'm a very, I, and, and to some, in some ways it's not a good thing. Like I probably should think a little bit more sometimes, but um, no. I just live by the moment, in the moment pretty much a lot. 
occasionally I think a bit, you know, like wake up in the middle of the night once a year or something. But other than that, I'm pretty good. <laughs> That's not bad. Once a year is pretty good. Well, that might be a little bit of an exaggeration. But, do you have yeah. a dream project? Um, do you know what? I will really want to um, enter into the win prize. Like eventually I want to really hone my landscape skills. I know oh, that yes. I've definitely got a talent for them and I, um, or it's one, something that I love and I just want to really explore that more. So I would love to enter in that. You should. So, I will. I will. In the next, I've been saying it for a couple of years, my dad keeps on sending me the, um, the application form. Oh. Like it's so cute. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll definitely get there. In fact, maybe next year. Good. Next year. Next year, I'll do it. I'll send you the application form <laughs> as well with your dad. So what advice would you give anyone out there listening that is wanting to become an artist as their business? Uh, look, I mean, it's obvious, just do it. Seriously, it's um, <laughs> simple. It's simple. It's simple. And if you feel like you've got to, you're going to know pretty quickly if you've got something for it or not, because it's so easy to get yourself out there. So, you know, once people, you know, and even if you don't have it, like often it can work, but, you know, as long as you style it up properly. Um, but, yeah, I think just get get out there and, and, and be a little bit probably, you know, be a little bit entrepreneurial about it and just be um, also consistent. Yes. Yeah, yeah. counts. Do you mean consistent with what you create, like the art or consistent in... Oh, look, I don't think you can be consistent. I mean, you can be consistent with that, but no, I mean, I can't, I, I, me giving that advice would be ridiculous. One day I'm painting a zebra, the next day I'm painting it, you know, a waterfall. So um, <laughs> I, I, I think, yeah, no, I think consistency as in just make sure you keep yourself noticed and seen. Don't have an Instagram page and then, you know, post one, a month later. Yeah. You know, you've got to keep that, keep that up and keep it like it is a business, you know. If you want to make money from it, then you've got to keep it um, ticking over. Yeah, and treat it like a business, like yeah. a job. Yeah, like a job, exactly. And even sometimes you don't want to do it, especially at the beginning, I can imagine, if you don't have any followers and, you know, and you're struggling, you probably be difficult to get into it, but you've just got to keep on plugging away. Do you know when I first started, actually, I used to um, uh, email three different either interior design businesses or homewares or something every day. So you just yep. cross them just, off a list, yeah, three yeah, more yeah. every day. Fabulous. Yeah, every, day, every day. And it really worked. Like I'd pick up a few here and there. And like I even um, emailed Mary um, from Million Dollar, what was it? I've been in LA. Uh, Million Dollar. Dollar listing or something. Li- like no, it was, it was one before that. They were interior designers, Mary McDonald. Anyway, and she got back to me, said, I love your dogs. And today, you know, and so, and it's really encouraging when you, and yeah. you forgot you've even emailed them and then you get an email back and she was like, oh, I'd love you to do a little portrait of my dog. So, you know. Yeah. Like that. Isn't that cool? I often find people for the store through Instagram or emailing you us, you know, mm. like always on the lookout for people. But yeah, I think if someone has a business mind as well, where they know what they're, what they want yeah. to charge and. Yeah, exactly. A bit of a clue. Um, yeah, so you don't have to hold their hand totally uh, the yeah. whole time. Yeah. Because yeah, you're yeah. so busy. Look at you. God, you've done just amazingly no, but well. Yeah, but, uh, oh, that's a bit, but I think. I, I, I hate taking, you hate taking a compliment, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're, we're near the end. What what does the future look like for Jesse Breakwell other than entering the win prize next year? Uh, look, I think that, I mean, I guess I want to get to a point where I think I said before where I can just paint um, what I want to paint yeah. and do some, you know, have 
10, 20, which I probably won't. And when I get there, I probably won't want to be there. So it will always be a changing sort of thing. But I, I, I think I just want to, I've got a beautiful daughter and I've got a partner and I just want to be happy and, you know, be able to go on beautiful holidays. I want to go on a holiday again. That's, that will be my future. You must be missing it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm looking forward to Oh, uh, no. I'm meant to be in, you know, Italy now. Like everybody's meant to be somewhere in there. Um, so, yeah, I can't, I just think travel, I travel, 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 travel. That's my future. Yeah. And be able to do it really nicely. Yeah, the future looks bright uh, and colourful. Okay, you ready yes. for the jumbled mixed bag? Yes. Right. What is the best piece of advice that someone's ever given you? Oh, gosh. Uh, oh, next question. Let me think about that. <laughs> okay, I'll come back to it. What is your ultimate colour combination? Uh, pink and green. Oh, pink and green should always be seen. You I love seen. that. Yeah. What is your favourite animal to paint? Oh, look, I, I'm not going to say zebra because that would be stupid. I'm going to say I really love painting whimsical dogs, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I almost sent you a dog big dog painting but it just wasn't finished we didn't have much time for the exhibition um you know, know enough time for me and so i had this big dog which i love which you'll see and but i just didn't finish it anyway that's my favorite thing to paint a, a doggy well they've got lots yeah. of expression on their face yeah oh, i like your birds yes i love birds, birds they're too. gorgeous yeah thank you what to you is the best smell in the world um oh i really like eucalyptus yes yeah love it Love yeah. that the eucalyptus spray. Like I love that. <laughs> what is one thing that you could never give up? Um, never give up my uh, olive, obviously. Um, but mm. uh, a soy latte in the morning, love soy latte. Soy latte. Oh, soy milk. The, Black. Do you? Oh, I accidentally good. drink the girls sometime. They all drink yeah. soy milk, and every yeah. now and then I drink one of theirs. I just pick it up on the counter and nearly spit it yeah. out. Just yeah. <laughs> do you have a secret talent? I can twist my tongue. I can do so much with my tongue. Do it now. Uh, uh, oh, so clever. I know, and it's disgusting. And then I can like, <laughs> suction cap it to the back of my mouth. I can do this cauliflower. Uh, oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, I wish everyone could see this. That's clever. Uh, mm, gorgeous. And if you weren't doing what you're doing now, what do you think you'd be doing? Oh. Um, I definitely wouldn't be a secretary or anything. Um, I actually say to the girls, if, like once a week, if I wasn't an artist, I would definitely be in some not a good place because I, I genuinely don't know. I don't have I don't have any other skills. That's really. Good. That means you're doing the right thing. It's good. Exactly. I didn't have a choice. I had no choice in the matter. No, you had to be an artist. Yeah. Oh, I've loved this chat. Thank you oh. so much joining us i'm just so happy with the exhibition as i was opening it up i kept poking out to jess's office going it's so good it's just oh, really good wait till thanks. you come out it's so good so you're very clever and um yeah i can't wait thank for you, you. To win prize next win week. prize watch this space yeah no thanks so much for that you're welcome Hey, 
Thank you so much for listening and sharing a glass of bubbles with us. Please subscribe if you want to hear more and share it with all your kick-ass businesswomen friends. So until next time, stay fabulous.